Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Crush Hail Academy podcast. I am your host, Bob Argyle. Season three. Can you believe it? 20 episodes in. Season three. And it only took me a month to bridge the gap between the end of season two and the beginning of season three. But I've had a lot going on. So the fact that I'm even sitting here recording this, well, I'll explain that later. But for now, in honor of our inaugural episode of season three, I've kept the title of this episode very short and sweet. So here it is, 940-940. And for those of you wondering, 940 is the amount of Saturdays between our children's birth and their college graduation. Pretty profound. So, for now, sit back and relax, and welcome to today's episode, Season 3! Welcome back to season three of the Crush Hail Academy podcast, and I'm happy to be here. I'm sitting in my home office right now, my world headquarters, <laughs> me and Ollie the cat, and um, honest, I'm going to be honest with you, I've been procrastinating for like the past four weeks, I really have. Um, I've just been feeling, I don't know, I mean, I got I to gotta have something to talk about, right, for these podcasts. I can't just get on here. And talk about gibberish. Well, maybe I do that anyways, but I don't know. For me personally, I need to like kind of like feel inspired if I'm gonna get on here and I'm gonna put a podcast out there into the universe. And it's very hot and cold. It comes and goes. Like I'll go through periods of time where I just I'm like, I got so many topics in my head that I want to talk about, some relating to our industry, some relating to personal stuff. And it's just like, I got to write them down. I got to make a list because I'm like, oh, this shit is good. I can't forget to talk about this. And then I go through dry spells. Then I go through periods of time where I'm like, eh, I don't know. You take it or leave it. I don't know if I even want to do this podcast anymore. You know, for for me, this podcast has always been, um, it's kind of been from, it's come from selfish intentions. Like for me, it's been personal. It's been an outlet for me. It's been like journaling, like I've told you in the past. So for me, um, it's been something that I kind of do for myself to kind of get stuff off my chest and to get things out there into the universe. And I don't know, it's hot and cold. It really is. In the past four weeks, I've been, (laughs) I haven't had anything to talk about. I've just been like, meh, I don't know if I'm ever going to do another episode ever again. I really don't know. And today... I came home just to kind of um, just to kind of set the stage a little bit. So the past few months for me have been a little crazy. Like I've had a lot of stuff going on with the business. We've had a big job that we we're doing at the shop, which I've talked about. I've had some stuff going on with my family. I've had some stuff going on in my personal life. I've had some things going on, like friends that are going through some really heavy shit right now. So I've been there for them. I've been trying to be supportive for them and help them work through the stuff that they're working through. And then you throw in all the stuff that you got going on with your kids. You got the school year starting back up. 
It's just, it's a lot. And we all deal with it, right? This is not just unique to me. This is stuff that we're all dealing with. We're juggling our relationships. We're juggling our business, our our careers. And we're trying to just find that, I don't know, that like that happy medium. We're trying to just get by in life. And that's where I've been the past, really the past few months. It feels like I'm just kind of going through the motions. And really with the business, I I did this when I was married, all right? This was one of the biggest, I guess, complaints that my ex-wife had was that I would just get into, like I'd get tunnel vision where I would just be focused on my business. And next thing you know, the days turn into weeks and the weeks turn into months and the months turn into years. And then you just sit back one day and you're like, holy shit, where is the time gone? And it does happen. It happens to all of us because we're just trying to get through life. We're just trying to find happiness and we're trying to, you know, be successful and we're trying to raise good human beings and our children. And we're just trying, you know, so next thing you know, you turn around one day and you're like, holy shit, I'm 43 years old. How did this happen? How did I get here? (laughs) And that's kind of where I've been over these past few months, just day to day, like, I'm up early and I come home at night and I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to bed. I'm just beat. I'm, we're just finishing up this job. You know, things are winding down. All the techs have gone home. So it's just me. Now, we've got a few cars left that Dave is finishing up at the shop that's got, um, you know, conventional repairs that need to be done. So I've been able to start getting back out on the road. Jeremy, who's been the, you know, our tech that's been handling all of our service calls, when I've been consumed with this job, Jeremy just went to Tennessee to work in an automobile factory because it's a very good opportunity for him. It was one that I could not keep from him. When the, when the opportunity came to me, I was like, man, this is really going to put a lot of pressure on me because I was kind of getting comfortable with Jeremy handling all the service calls because it was allowing me to work on my business. And um, it was kind of nice. It was kind of nice. But when this opportunity came, I can't travel. I've got kids. I've got obligations. I can't leave the state like I used to be able to, to, to do. So when the opportunity came, I'm like, he's got to go. He's got to go. It's a very good earning opportunity for him. It's like two to three months worth of work. Um, and he needs it. And I couldn't, I wouldn't feel right holding him back from this opportunity. So I sent Jeremy down south. So he's gone. So now here I am running all over the state. I'm handling service calls. We've got our marketing season coming up. And today was like that typical day where it started. Like as soon as I got up in the morning, I was I was gone. I was off and running. So I got through all my appointments for the day. I come home tonight and I was just, you know, I have to get my run in and then I want to have some dinner. And then I walk into my office like I usually do. This is this is pretty much what I do when I come home and I don't have the kids. I walk into my office, I turn the TV on, I get the Fox News going, and I check out my whiteboards and I just start knocking things off on my whiteboards. I got projects on there, I've got, you know, everything because I have a lot of senior moments these days. So I have to write it down. If I don't write it down, it's just poof, it's gone. So I have my whiteboards. I have four of them in my office. And I just, I come home and I start 
kind of checking things off the list and I just continue, it's always evolving. Like as, as quickly as I'm knocking things off the whiteboards, I'm adding things to it. <laughs> so I come home tonight and I'm in that mode. So I'm just, I walk into the office and I turn the lights on and I turn the TV on and I sit down and I take a couple minutes to just chill. And in the warrior movement, we call this sedation. So I need that. I need to sedate for a little bit. So I just, I, I sat down, I popped open my Instagram and I'm just scrolling through my Instagram. And I see this, I see these pictures come up in front of me and I'm like, wow, that, that girl's beautiful. And it, it was like a split second, split second. That's all it took. And I'm like, holy shit, that's my daughter. That's Dylan. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I had been just, I've been just running and running and running. Never taking a, a minute to just chill out. And that moment tonight when I saw those pictures of my daughter who, you know, she's, she's my baby girl in my mind. She's always going to be that little kid that just wanted to be with me all the time. Just wanted to hold my hand everywhere we went. And it messed with me. It really did. Because I saw, the, I mean, if you see these pictures, she looks, first of all, she looks like she's 20. I mean, she's just grown up. She's grown up. I sat there and I had a moment and I was like, where the hell has time gone? Where's it gone? You know, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Um, I use it to advertise for the business and build your personal brand and, and all that stuff. And so I'm on there a lot and I see memes quite a bit. Um, and every once in a while a meme comes through and it just it like hits me in the feels, man. I'm like, woo, yeah, that, <laughs> I just, I really connect with this one. And I remember a meme that I saw, uh, this is probably a year ago. And the meme said, there's 18 summers. You have 18 summers with your children. And I was just like, I had never really thought of it that way. And it's so true. Like you have 18 summers to make memories with your kids. And then they're gone. Then they're off. You know, they're, they're building their own lives. They're chasing their own dreams. So you only have 18 summers. And for me, I mean, I put a lot of emphasis on the summers. I'm, I'm kind of overboard with it. Um, we do a lot of trips. Um, we go to the Outer Banks um, every year in the spring because I want to make memories with these kids. And I want these kids to have memories of their childhood and memories. I'm not going to be here forever. So I want them to have good memories of me, you know? And, and right now, you know, I mean, I'm looking at it like I'm in year 13 of my 18 with my kids. And I sat there and I looked at these pictures tonight of Dylan. And I still, like, she's such a beautiful little girl inside and out. And But I look at the pictures and I still see that three-year-old in there. I still see my, my little girl in these pictures. And I started to think about like, what does she see when she thinks of me? When she thinks of her pop, when she thinks of her old man, when she thinks of her dad, what does she think of when she sees me? 
Does she see a workaholic? Does she see a guy that's not present? Because for a lot of years, that was me. A lot of years. And really, the the big course correction in my life was around the time that I got separated. That was like when everything kind of came to a head. And for most of my life before that, most of their lives before that time in 2014, um... That was pretty much, I was that dad. I was that dad that, um, you know, um, left the house in the morning, came back at night, went to bed, got up and did it all over again the next day. You know, Garrett White from the Warrior Movement talks about kind of how we've progressed as a civilization. And back in the day, in the agrarian time, I believe it was called, or agricultural time. Um, back in the day, kids spent the entire day with their parents. You know, the mom would be in the house and, and taking care of things inside the house, and the, the father would go off to the fields for the day, and he'd take his child with him. He'd take his son with him. And that's where the son learned how to be a man. He would watch. He would study his father. He would watch how, I mean, they were together nonstop. And he would watch how the father interacted with his sisters and, and his other siblings. And he'd watch how his father busted his knuckles every day. And he learned how to work a, a good, solid, full day. And he saw how his father approached his mother. He learned how um, a dad should treat their mother. He saw what like love was because he was he was witnessing it. Every day, because he followed his father around. And then came the industrial age. And when the industrial age came around, that's when all the fathers, you know, all these farmers started leaving their farms and kind of moving into the cities for the higher paying jobs. All of a sudden, we had all these factory jobs and whatnot. So then the, the, the kids that were at home, they weren't spending the entire day's the entire day with their father, they were watching their father leave in the morning and he'd come back at night. And all of a sudden the, the mothers were the ones that were raising these boys. It was no longer the father that was showing them how to do man shit. It was no longer the father that was showing them how to grow up to be a well-rounded young man. It was the mother now that was taking on those duties because the father was gone. The father was gone in the, in the factories. And that's kind of where civilization has gone and it's continued to evolve to where now we have fathers that are just not around. Even when they're home, they're on their phones, they're downstairs in the basement gaming. They're, I mean, we got man-childs. That's what we have. So I sat there today and I, I was looking at these pictures and I started, I, honestly, I was kind of emotional. I'm like, what does my daughter see when she looks at me? Does she see a good man? Does she see a man that tries his best to provide for her? Does she feel connected with her father? Does she feel connected with me? Does she feel like she, she can trust me? Does she feel safe here at my house? And I saw these pictures and I was just like, we're three quarters of the way there already. 
I'm starting to think now about, you know, college funds. And she's going to be driving in a few years. So I'm starting to think about like, you know, saving for her car and stuff like that. And this is stuff that just came up quickly, came up quickly. And the point that I'm making is that if we're not careful, if we're not careful about this, we're going to wake up one day and our kids are going to be gone. They're just going to be gone. You know, my, my divorce, my separation, that was terrible. It was horrible. And my kids have gone through more. They've seen more from the adults in their lives than most probably ever should. Myself included. But they've had, they've had kind of a tough go of it. Over the, especially over the past four or five years here. But they're well-rounded kids. They really are. They've adjusted well. And I think they're happy for the most part. I really do. But in a way, I feel like I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky. Like I dodged a bullet. Because my kids are good kids. They have some some personal issues, you know, that nothing different than any other kid. Especially at this stage. 12, 13, 14 years old. Jeez, I remember when I was that age. But for the most part, they're, they're awesome, awesome little kids. But I think about how much of their lives, that was me. I would get up in the morning. I would go to work. I'd come home. I'd have dinner. I'd go to bed. And I'd get up and I'd do it all over again. I might have a few minutes to spend with my children. And I thank God that you know, as, as terrible as that separation and that divorce was for me personally, I needed that. I needed that. That was the shock to the system that I needed. That was the life event that I needed to really make me step back and focus on what matters and realize what really mattered. It's the legacy. At the end of the day, that's all we got. And today, seeing those pictures of Dylan really hit home. Number one, it made me grateful and it made me thankful for the fact that God served up to me that life lesson. Seemed awful at the time, but you know what? That was a lesson that I needed because I was that guy. I was, I was just going to blow through the next 10 years of life. Getting up in the morning, going to work, no connection with my kids, in my mind, telling myself that I was providing for my children, I was doing what a good father does. But you know what? That lesson that was served up to me back in 2014 has altered my life and it's altered the relationships that I have with my children. Now, much better relationships with my kids than I've ever had. But it's amazing at how quick it goes. She's going to be out of the house in another few years. She's going to be in college. She's going to be driving. Bobby, my boy, he's not too far behind her. Same thing. And for me tonight, this just really hit home. 
And it helped, it, it served as a reminder to me that all of this other shit that I'm chasing on a day-to-day basis, my own selfish desires that I'm chasing, relationships, <laughs> women, business, the most important thing, these little humans in my life that look to me for guidance, they look to me to show them the way, to lead the way for them, to be there for them, to support them. That's all that matters. Everything else, out the window. Really. Everything else is out the window. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that we have is that legacy. That's it. The legacy that we leave for our children. And one of the things that Garrett White says in Warriors, you change your legacy. You change your ways. Today, you have the power to alter generations. Not just your children. You can change the lives of your children, but that's going to change the lives of your grandchildren, which is going to change the lives of your great-grandchildren by how we carry ourselves today. By the decisions that we make today. And it's so easy to get caught up in the monotony. It's so easy to get caught up in chasing the freaking rabbit. When the only thing that matters. Are the people inside of your four walls. That's really all that matters at the end of the day. At least as far as I'm concerned. It's my own opinion. It goes quick. I think that's the thing that hit me tonight. Looking at those pictures of my daughter. And how quickly she's grown up. How fast these years have gone by. So. The challenge I'm going to leave you with today. is to step back and evaluate your relationships with your children. Brutal honesty. Where are you at with your children? How do they look at you? What do they see when they look at you? Do they trust you? Do they feel safe with you? Are they at home when they're in your home? If they have a problem at school, are you the one they come to and talk to? It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I'm even there with my kids. But if you push all the other shit aside, and you take some time to just look at your relationship that you have, With your kids. Where are you at with them? Communication. Support. Where can you improve? It's a daily struggle. It really is. It really is. 
you know, in Warrior, we talk about the four core areas. Your body, your being, your balance, and your business. And the importance of keeping all four of these areas kind of going at the same time. They all work together. We have a saying in Warrior that if you're only on fire in a couple of these areas, you're nothing more than a two-dimensional douchebag. That's it. Great. You got a good business. But how are your relationships with your kids? Awesome. You can go to the gym every morning and you can bench crazy weight and you're making mad money. But how's your relationship with your wife at home? The whole thing that makes the warrior kind of concept work is that as men, we have to be intentional and we have to work to keep all four areas going at the same time. We don't want to be two-dimensional douchebags. So we take a lot of pride in that relationship with our kids. That is no less than anything else we have going on in our lives. It's even bigger. I would say if I'm looking at the four areas of my life, yeah, we got to keep them all going at the same time. The idea is about, you know, having all four areas on fire. But I put that a little bit higher these days where I didn't in the past. I've started to kind of cut back on certain certain things that I used to do. Like I've cut back on my hours. I've, I've learned to shut my phone off at certain times. I don't take business calls after certain hours. Little things to tweak so I can be present when my kids are home. Because it goes fast. It goes so fast. And then they're gone. They're gone. And they're off into the world. <laughs> and, and there you sit. And I've realized tonight that I'm, I'm closer to that point than I thought. So that's the challenge, and that's what I'll leave you with. We're at 30 minutes. I'm going to shut this down. However, take some time. Really kind of look at your relationships that you have with your children right now. It doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 60 years old. When was the last time you reached out to your son or your daughter and asked them out to dinner? Maybe you've got a brother or sister that you haven't talked to in a while. Maybe you've got issues going on that you need to squash. Just squash it. We're not here forever, folks, so we can all improve, every one of us. This is not meant to sound preachy. This is just a moment that I had tonight when I saw those pictures come up of my daughter and I was like, oh my God, she is almost gone. She is almost out of my house. And where am I at with her? Where can I improve my relationship with her? And I've got things to work on. I do. 
Same with my boy. But I've got I've got to be intentional about it. So I would encourage you to do the same inside of your family unit. And I wish you nothing but the best with it. So that's it for season three, episode one. I'm going to leave you with that. So as usual, I would ask that if you connect with this message or if you know somebody that would connect with this message to share it up. You can also find me at Robert E. Argyle. That's my Facebook business page. Also, you can find me at robertargyle.com, which is my personal blog site, which is designed for the body shop owner, insurance professional, PDR professional that's looking for more information on proper hail management. You can check me out at robertargyle.com. And lastly, the Robert Argyle on Instagram. If you could find me on there and... Uh, and follow me. I'd greatly appreciate that. Also, if you're a man and you're struggling in life, I would recommend that you check out wakeupwarrior.com. It's changed my life. It's changed the lives of thousands of men across the world. Garrett White is the real deal. And, um, you know, I got nothing but good things to say about him. You could also reach out to me, um, my email shoot me an email. If you got questions, I'd be happy to talk with you about it. That's rargyle at dentsmart.com. Feel free to reach out to me there. And that's it for this week. So thank you as always. And um, hopefully I don't take another four weeks before my next episode, but I'm going to do my best. Hopefully I can get it dialed into about two weeks. Um, And that's it. That's it for this week. So thank you for listening. To the Crush Hail Academy podcast, I am your host, Bob Argyle. 